Good morning, and welcome back to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, and ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. Today, we are talking about the idea of being wise as serpents and harmless as doves. We're going to start in Matthew 10, 16, which says, Behold, this is Jesus speaking, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. You, therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. This is a verse that has always stuck with me and I believe is powerful for Christians to understand. And what really brought this together for me is a quote I heard from Carl Jung. He said, Transformation only takes place in the presence of images, not concepts. And what a powerful image that Christ is painting here. And he's constantly painting images, which are very powerful when we begin to really look into them. Be wise as serpents, he says. A snake is crafty, subtle, and cunning. It is a creature that is limited by its body, so it has to move along the ground and blend in. It has to camouflage itself. And it sees things from the very bottom. And it's very ironic that Jesus is using the image of the snake as Satan is often portrayed as a serpent. However, he is speaking in symbolic language. And now skipping over to the dove, the dove is an image and symbol of peace, love, gentleness, understanding as the dove can see from above which is the total opposite of the snake's position. Now think of each of these images as they stand alone. A snake itself is exactly what we said. It's cunning, sneaky, subtle. It blends in trying to conceal itself with its camouflage. A snake alone is seen as evil, the devil, and that's exactly right. The dove alone, on the other hand, is pure. It's innocent. It doesn't have any teeth. It's harmless and can't protect itself, which by no means makes it virtuous. It's like a little rabbit. It's harmless and it's weak. So the snake alone is evil and the dove alone is weak and naive. However, Christ is asking us to bring together both of these opposites within ourselves. This is the image that has the power to transform And for me, this is alluding to sharing and spreading the gospel, how we deal with people who are outside of the faith, and even people within the faith, maybe people who have wandered from the faith, who the flame within themselves is nothing but a small ember that is still there that needs to be rekindled, so it can apply to anyone that we're dealing with. So on one hand, you are called to be innocent and blameless like the dove. So that what we are sharing actually has validity. You know, you can say one thing, but act a totally different way, which is what hypocrites do and which Jesus was totally against. We are called to live blamelessly, to have what we share and how we act to be in alignment. So we can actually speak from a place of authority when sharing the gospel. So you can genuinely speak from a place of integrity, you know, the, blame, the, the dove is blameless. You know, if you really examine the life, your own life, if an outsider really came and watched you, your actions, could they say without a doubt that 
yes, this person is living what they're saying. This person is a Christian. I think that's bringing our actions and our words into alignment so we can actually speak from that place of authority which is given to us from God. Otherwise, you always got something hiding in the back room. On the other hand, you can't be shoving the message down people's throats. You know, don't cast your pearls before swine as well, Christ tells us. Paul says, be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation always be full of grace, seasoned with salt so that you may know how to answer everyone. The image of salt and seasoning ties right in here. You know, you need to find the right amount of salt. Too little fails to bring out the true flavors of things, but too much spoils the whole meal. You know, say you meet someone for the first time, you interact with them, and most likely it's a very surface level interaction. But as time goes on, you may see this person a few times a week, and your relationship continues to build, right? Relationships are built. It doesn't all happen at once. It's just small interactions built on each other. So you're able to continue to build a rapport and go deeper with that person. Right off the bat, you didn't just shove God down their throat. And this is that idea of being wise as serpents. This is where that idea comes in. And I think in part, you have to have an underlying motive with things. You know, you're thinking, how can I bring this conversation deeper with a goal in mind to eventually get to God? And I just believe at, at the bottom of every conversation, people are trying to get to what's real. But so often we stay on that surface level, but people really want to get down. But that well, that freshwater well, that well is 300 feet deep. So it takes a while to get there. You know, with some people, it's like, boom, you're right there. But other times it takes a lot of mining until you get there. It takes a lot of digging up dirt until you find diamonds. So you do have to have those underlying, that underlying motive. Like, how can, I, how can I get this to God? How can I bring this conversation towards God? And a, a serpent is, it's tricky and can cunningly use things. You know, you can use questions to probe and comments to prime people and guide the conversation in a direction towards God without even really shoving it down their throat. You can ask questions. And as someone who's asking questions, you are guiding the conversation. You are intentional and you, in a way, have a desired destination. You're trying to get somewhere. You're trying to share God, the gospel, with this person. In part, you have to be okay with being uncomfortable and putting yourself out there because it's, it can be this topic. It's a topic that is often can be touchy, um, but it, the more comfortable you get with it, the more you are unashamed of the gospel within yourself, the easier it gets. I think often we don't want to. It's uh, trying to protect our own self-image, but the more comfortable, the more the gospel becomes a part of you, the easier it is to share with others. And I think that just comes with time. You have to realize that not everyone as well will receive it the way you may expect them or want them to. And most often in my experience, it has been the most unlikely people that have received what I've shared. The people that I was like, oh, no, no way that it'll be that. It, it's this guy. If I share it with this guy, he'll definitely get it. But it's, it's not really been like that. It has been the most unexpected people that cling to it. 
What I think happens, though, is that many of us, we're not catching any fish because we're too afraid to cast our nets. And that's another powerful image for you. Fishing for men, or you can think of planting seeds. When you cast a pole, you have no idea what you're going to catch. You may get a snag, you may get a stick, your line might break, you may be fishing for walleye and unexpectedly catch a turtle or a perch. But just because you don't know what you're going to pull up doesn't mean you don't cast your hook. If you cast your hook zero times, you undoubtedly will catch zero fish. But if you cast it 10 times, you might get nine snags, nine sticks, but then how much sweeter is that one fish you brought in? It is all, it is worth it for that one fish. That's why you keep casting that pole. I mean, literally speaking, and it's a, it's on a uh, interval ratio schedule. You don't know when you're going to be rewarded for casting that hook. And it's not doing it to reward ourselves, but it's such a, it's such a, uh, fishing is an amazing experience. It's a cool thing. It's an exciting thing. It's not for us, but it's to share the good news with other people. And think about it. I mean, just logically thinking about it, as time goes on, you become a more skilled fisherman. You become more cunning, in a sense, in your ways. You know when and where to the fish bite, what time of the day, and what they're biting on. These are the images, as Jung said, that are transformative. And what Christ is calling us to do as Christians. So go forth, be fishers of men, wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Thank you guys for listening. I will see you next time. And as always, sharpen the iron.